Bismillah. The thoughts that I am about to share are diary types of thoughts. Just a way for me to get things out of my head and out of my psyche and put them down on paper, so to speak. Though they may be personal in nature, they're not too personal to share. I had a family member ask me a question today about how I was feeling. She actually texted me and said, how are you feeling today, Nimat? How'd your first week of work or your first two weeks of work go? I'm just returning to work after the passing of my son. I mean, how can I say I'm just returning to work when I've been working this entire time since his passing, trying to bury him and negotiate family members and circumstances and events while trying to grieve my son. I mean, how can I say that I'm going back to work when I never stopped? I essentially went back to the nine to five. Those aren't my hours, but I did return or I attempted to return. Let me say it's really been difficult. The days seem like they have been lasting forever. And my colleagues look so sad. And I'm absorbing their sadness on top of my own sadness and it's really been hard. I can feel comfortable enough to say that because I know they're not listening to my podcast. But let me just say to those of you who are listening or who may listen in the future that if you know someone is wrestling with an aching heart, please don't bring your aching heart to them. Find a way to create an illusion of peace and joy for them and kindness in your eyes and don't hold the pain don't hold the sadness and bring it to them because it's so difficult to manage your own sadness and then that of others who are reaching out to lend a helping hand of support and they bring their sadness and add that as a part of your burden. You can't stand up under that. I can't stand up under that. It's so difficult. It's really difficult. Anyway, dear diary, off the cuff diary moment, I continue to say that 
difficult to manage so many things in life. Sometimes the silence is best. You don't have to keep up with the train of thought. You just listen to the silence. You listen to the humming of the refrigerator and the movement of the clock. the frequencies in the atmosphere, cars that may be going by at a distance and you just listen. And you sit still Dear Diary, there's been so much rain lately here in California, and while there are a lot of people who are saying, woe is me, look at all this rain, I rejoice. I rejoice in the clean air. I rejoice in the cold atmosphere. I rejoice in the rain coming down from the sky, washing the trees and all the plants, that, washing the filth away that we have created. I rejoice for the insects that live beneath the soil that had been dry for so long. I'm saddened that the trees are falling, but I could look at them and tell over the years that they were dying, slowly dying and dead. And the rain and the wind has revealed that they are weak, they are dying, and some are dead. I concerned about the concrete covering the earth so that the water can't seep into the soil and become a part of the groundwater to help feed and nourish plants and life that live beneath the soil. So we have flooding in some areas, water build up on concrete because it can't seep into the soil water that can't naturally flow and move and change its course of direction in a natural way because of the concrete. I'm saddened that so many people are losing their lives because of the flooding or the snow or the cold temperatures. 
but we're losing so many lives in so many other ways as well. But I do give thanks and praise to the Most High for the rain because we really needed it as a source for nourishment and as a way to clean the earth and the atmosphere and a way to clean the trees and the plants and the life that lives beneath the soil can also benefit from it. Dear Diary, They say that there is life on Mars, but some of us already suspected that. They say that there is other life out in space and maybe a life form hidden here on Earth that no longer shows itself because we've become so violent. They say that this life has been here for generations just as we have been here and that there used to be a relationship between those other life forms that we call alien but we call some human beings alien but this life form that is not like our own they are saying and now admitting that there's a presence here and a presence that is making itself known that is a life form not like ours and that they don't want us to know because we may become paranoid or maybe they don't want us to know because we won't invest ourselves in the system that we've set up on this planet maybe they don't want us to know because this government that we've created will crumble But do they really have a right to keep that from us? They say that there are parallel universes out there and ways to access it through what they call stargates. They say that there's already a relationship with life forms that aren't like ours, that the government is already exchanging information and have a working relationship with some of these life forms. They say that there are many of them and they've been identified through their appearances and body structures that differ from one another. And then they tell us, no, it's just a hot air balloon and not a spaceship. but too many of them are showing up. Too many of these spaceships are showing up in different parts of the world. Too many people are capturing them on their telephones now and showing us. Too many unexplainable events. They don't want our minds to be free to the construction of reality. They just want us to Get up, go to the nine to five, and use that money that we've made to buy everything so that they can collect those dead presidents and count them. 
and then say that they are wealthy. Dear Diary, you know, there is a reality other than what we see. Sometimes the best way to see is to close your eyes. There's nothing blocking your perspective and your vision when your eyes are closed. You think that there's only darkness, but it's not. It's space. There are no barriers. There is no glass ceiling. There are no walls. There's nothing blocking your perspective when your eyes are closed. You see better when your eyes are closed. When you close your physical eyes and you become accustomed to that space, then your vision improves and you begin to see clearly. You develop insight. But they don't want us to develop our insight. They want to tell us what to see. So they give us television. They tell us the vision to have. They have songs on the radio to give us the thoughts to entertain. They call it entertainment, entanglement. They're wrapping our minds up around these false concepts and giving us a reality that's like the matrix. And so we live with our physical eyes open and there is a glass ceiling and there are fences and there are blocked ways that we can't seem to get past because our eyes are open to the wrong perception. Close your eyes and use your insight. Walk by faith, not by sight. There are invisible things all around us but we ignore them. We're too busy looking at what we've created, what men have created, what women have created, what people have created, when there's a whole galaxy of atomic structure and possibilities and energies and synergies and lights forming and opportunities in the unseen realm. But they don't want us to know that. They want to give us the vision. Tell us the vision. They want to ask us, what do you want to be when you grow up? Why do we have to wait until we grow up to be something? They want us to Run after the carrot. Go for the cheese. And distract us from the prize that God, the creator of the universe, the universes, has put before us as opportunities 
and paths and ways of being. They give us a list and say, choose from this what you want to be when you grow up. So we select something that looks like it's going to pay us the most money or something that we can do as a skill and get over and, 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 and graduate from very quickly so we can get right to work or something that we just have to take because of the circumstances and we live these lives and these illusions. And some of our children and some of our family can't manage it and so they're depressed and they become anxious and they commit suicide or they they rob someone and they kill because they can't manage it and they go insane and they have mental health issues. And we keep running after the dead presidents. And they keep telling us the vision. And if we try to create our own vision then we have the naysayers around us. Oh, you can't do that. Or what's wrong with you? Or how are you going to do that? Or did you go to school to do that? Or who do you have supporting you to do that? And they kill our dreams. And they smother our hopes. And pat us on the back and tell us a vision. Dear diary, how long is this all going to be going on? All of the things that are happening in the world, all over the world, with the deaths and the human trafficking, the molestation of children, Spousal abuse, strong arm robbery, rapes, people dying of starvation, bombs dropping in mid-air on civilians and families, food that is destroying the integrity of the fabric of the human being and its genetic base. Scientists who are manipulating and creating deformed life in order to see how it would fare. Oh. Dear God, help us. Dear God, help us to strengthen our spines. Strengthen our backbone. Give us insight. Help us to see with our eyes closed. Give us the true reality. Give us courage. Bless us to be able to become farmers again and plant the seed. Bless us to be able to respect the life that is on this planet and allow it to grow and nourish itself so that it can return to its natural state and we can have the balance of cause and effect between the good human being, Adam, and his wife in the garden. 
that we take care of that garden. We are in charge of that garden. And look what we've allowed to happen to the garden. Dear Lord, help us. We have to do better. The sun is setting on us. And look at the state of the world. And look at the state of our children. We have children who don't know anything. They don't know anything except what's on television. Except the songs on the radio. Except where they want to go eat which drive through they want to go to, except what shoes they want, except the latest fashion. That's what they know. And our young women and our young men, they just thinking about themselves in most cases. We're suffering in different ways. And our parents, The guardians of the children are out and about trying to get those dead presidents or partying or just out of their minds. Oh, we got to do better. So if you want to see what I'm talking about, close your eyes and get a better grip on your insight.